0: Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 7 of The Bridge Podcast. Gabe, what's up? What's going on? Let's
1: go. Let's go. I'm hyped to be on the pod. It's been over a month. My neighbor actually hit me up at school and was like, yo, when are you coming out with more content? So we're here coming out with content and it's actually, it's a really important day today. Uh, Sam, you want to break it down what happened a year ago today?
0: Yes, Gabe informed me this morning that a year ago today, we recorded our first episode of The Bridge Podcast, and it's already been a year. I,
1: I can't believe it. Time's flying. Yeah, dude, it's The Bridge's first birthday today.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Our baby's oh. growing up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. All right, we're going to start out with a quote, um, just to, to start, kind of spark some thought, uh, something to meditate on, something to think about a little bit. So here we go. The journey to greatness often begins the moment our preferences for ease and comfort are overpowered by our deep desires for challenge and contribution. The journey to greatness often begins the moment our preferences for ease and comfort are overpowered by our deep desires for challenge and contribution.
1: First thoughts. um, It reminds me of how as soon as you want to do something you get that initial excitement and then mm. fear kicks in, mm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have that comfort and ease um, when you have things in life that aren't that difficult, but when you have this crazy dream that you want to start with, it's super easy to fall in that trap afterward of you have your excitement, you know, but then the fear kicks in.
0: Yeah. Something something um, that also reminds me. I like that a lot. Something that I tell my clients, um, particularly ones that are struggling with kind of committing and seeing the results with either workout or <clears throat> just living a healthier lifestyle in general. Let's uh, see if I can word it correctly because it usually takes me a couple times. The moment when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of changing, you will accomplish your goals. When mm. the pain of staying the same, when the pain of being, let's just use overweight for an example because that's a common one in the fitness. Center. When the pain of being overweight is worse than the pain of changing. Then you will accomplish your goals. Just another different way of kind of looking at it. But yeah, so it's like the moment your preferences for ease and comfort are overpowered by your deep desire for challenge and contribution, that's when your path to greatness begins.
1: Yeah, and I really like the word um, contribution contribution, because it makes you bigger than you Mm, yeah so when your purpose when your passion say like with the podcast it's bigger than me and sam it's it's to inspire other people to challenge themselves to do their own creative thing like we're doing right now so i think when your dream and desire and purpose is bigger than you it's easier to um really double down on it and bet on yourself oh
0: yeah i agree
1: all right, we're going to do something new here. We're going to start
0: off with the uh, the lessons of the week. Gabe, what, what was your lesson for this
1: week? So my weekly lesson um, is it's not that deep. Um, mm-hmm. So this past week, it was the last week for like the pass-fail. So to people who don't know, college with COVID grading and everything, you could make a class pass-fail and it wouldn't affect your GPA. So all you'd have to get was a C like C's across the board or whatever. And then you could just get one A and pass fail all the C's and still have a 4.0 GPA. And I kind of thought to myself, I had, I have all A's and some high B's. um, And yes, I could have made the comfortable decision of pass failing those B's, but um, I just know it's not that deep. And I didn't want my hard work to, to go away. Like if I pass failed a class, I'd feel like, well, I spent this whole, semester grinding for this b plus and like i kind of want to get what i deserve for it Mm -hmm. and not just it seemed like giving up to me too early and i knew if i did pass fail at these next two weeks of classes i wouldn't do anything yeah just the idea of it's not that deep like people are like oh like when my job application they see if i pass fail like i don't know what to do and i'm like Yo, if I'm at a job interview and I have to talk about my freshman first semester philosophy class that I got a B plus in instead of an A to explain my GPA, that's whack because I'm going to win people over by my personality, not by my grades. Hmm. So that's my lesson of the week.
0: How would you relate that to a different situation in life? I think I think I... mm.
1: I think just... um, That was a deep question.
0: It's okay to think about it.
1: No, that is a good question. And I think people, when they get deep questions, they don't take a deep breath to think about it. So I'm going to take a deep breath. So I think it relates to life because... I guess I could say... My character isn't dictated by a grade my life isn't dictated by what someone else says about me my life's not dictated by a test I take my my life is dictated by my character and what I say I'm going to do and what I do so at the end of the day like I understand that this life is temporary and that a grade really doesn't mean that much in my point of view
0: mm, I like that a lot that's uh, so so this batman mask is staring at me because i had it on like real quick in the beginning of the zoom and when you said that it's not like my grades that dictate me or whatever that reminded me of a quote from um one of the batman movies i think it was the very last one in the christopher nolan trilogy where he was like it's not who i am that defines me it's what i do Mm. or something like that and that's like that hits for all you nerds out there that's where my mind went
1: (laughs) So, for Garrett listening right now. (laughs) Yeah, our
0: boy Garrett listening. There we go. All right. My lesson from the week. Um, I've had an interesting week plus a couple days. I've been in quarantine. So, um, yeah, I got sick and had to go into quarantine, which was interesting because quarantine when you're not sick is a lot different from quarantine when you're sick. Mm. So, I was kind of just like couldn't really do much in terms of productivity, but we're getting back into it. Um, I think so this isn't really a new lesson for me but it, it reinforced something the idea of at the end of the day like you the universe already the universe is gonna do things to you that are out of your control and you just have to accept that and mm-hmm. that's something that gives me peace um, it doesn't really free like that's how i kind of decrease my anxiety and my worry and stuff like that is knowing that you know it's things are going to happen out of my control and it reminded me of this uh the story from this old Zen master. Um, and his saying is the glass is already broken. I kid you not. I just wrote that down on my page. The, the gla- yep. You did. The glass is already broken. So for those of you who don't know the story, um, so essentially it's the Zen master. He had this beautiful prized cup, like a drinking cup, uh, made out of glass and he would repeat to himself all the time. Like the glass is already broken. The glass is already broken. Um, He enjoyed the cup. He used it. He showed it off to his visitors, but in his mind it was already broken. So one day when the glass, when the cup actually did break, he said to himself, of course, the glass is already broken. I think that's how you have to think about everything because like, think about it in your head already. The glass is already broken. So whatever situation you're in and, and you think about the worst thing that probably possibly happen think of it it's already happening so it does happen it doesn't come as a surprise you say of course Classy- i think yeah. that
1: I, oh go ahead
0: no no that I was saying. i
1: was gonna say that really reminds me of just attachment mm. you no know, we're so attached to these material things attached to these things that are out of our control and when you can lose that attachment that's when you can really um really fully live your life and um I'm looking for this quote and I can't find it. So I'm going to say it wrong, but it's another Zen kind of quote. And it says, welcome to the school of Zen where we have no, or welcome to the school of Zen where we don't have anything. And it's just this idea of when you don't have these attachments to things, you can't, when they're gone, you don't, it's not like my life is over or whatever. So kind of in life, like, just understand that you don't have to have this deep attachment to something f- to something for it to be meaningful, but also just understanding that it's not just about the thing type deal.
0: Yeah. It's not that deep.
1: Yeah. It's not that, deep. And that,
0: that attachment goes to the like, side. Like you said, like, it's not about that physically. There could be an attachment to some sort of goal, like a business goal or a financial goal. Like, yes, it's important, but, You should separate your emotion from the outcome of that.
1: Mm, Talk about that. Separate separate the emotion from the outcome. So,
0: this idea that uh, I think it was in the obstacle of the way that passion isn't necessarily like the say all and all be all to if you're going to accomplish your goals or not because passion is an emotion and emotions fade, and it's it shouldn't be like. Let's take my business for example. For those of you that don't know, because we wanted to record a separate podcast about it, I opened my, I opened a gym. Um, I co-opened a gym
1: about I don't know,
0: a month and a half ago. And in my head, I'm, it's like the glass is already broken. I've already mentally prepared myself for the worst possible case scenario. And if, if it doesn't work out the way that I envision it working out, I'm not going to be emotionally distraught about it. I'm like, okay, it didn't work out. This is why it didn't work out and I'm going to learn from it. I'm falling forward, mm. you know, like I'm falling forward and I'm, I am I can only win from this point out only winning. There's no losing. We don't lose. It's just learning. That's all it is. Fall forward. Um, And I think just that separation of emotion from the future and what the future has in store for you and just roll with it, you know, um, did I tell you the story about, I think it was like a Tao. and I don't know if Tao is Taoism. It's a proverb. In I've that heard of some space. of it. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly or if, whatever, but it's about the farmer and his son. Have I told you that one?
1: Uh, you haven't said it on the podcast yet though. So go the ahead. Will, I know what the, story you're talking about.
0: The we'll see. So everything, I respond to everything. The saying here is like, we'll see. Um, and so the the story, the proverb goes, so there's this farmer and his son on a farm. And they have one horse, and uh, one day the horse runs away, and the the neighbor to the farmer is like, "Oh, that's so unfortunate. I'm so sorry that happened. Your your one farm animal ran away." And the farmer goes, "We'll see." A couple of days later, the horse returns, and it brings twenty more wild horses with it. The farmer and his son bring the twenty more wild horses into the farm. So now they have, you know, twenty more animals than they started with. The farmer's neighbor is like. Oh, wow, that's so fortunate. Congratulations. You must be so happy. The farmer responds with, We'll see. Then one day, while the farmer's son is tending to the horse, the horse kicks the son in the legs and breaks both of his legs. The son cannot, can no longer walk because both of his legs are broken. Farmer's neighbor goes, Oh my gosh, that's so unfortunate. Your son cannot, can no longer walk. Farmer goes, We'll see couple weeks later, the country that they live in goes into a terrible war. Every able-bodied man is drafted, and allegedly they all go into this war and they die. Horrible war. But the farmer's son was not drafted because he couldn't walk, and he got to ha- be with his son. The farmer's neighbor, who's had a son who got drafted in the war, says, you, you should be so grateful that you're able to spend time with your son and that he wasn't drafted in the war. Farmer replies, we'll, we'll see. Now, the moral of the story is you have to take everything that happens to you with the same attitude, whether you impose a good or a bad notion on it, or whether a society poses a good or a bad notion on it. It's just, we'll see, because you don't know what's going to happen and you don't, and you have to be okay with that. You have to keep rolling along with it. And notice how I didn't say like when a good thing or a bad thing happens, we've talked about this before. It's, it's just a thing. It's just a situation. It's just something that happens you you can decide whether it's good or bad.
1: Mm. I love that story. That's a good story. It's it's super hard during covid times to to say we'll see, but it's something that there are a lot of lessons with it and a lot of pluses to it as well that um a lot of us don't realize. Like I have a ton of more time on my hands cuz I'm not in between classes, I'm not rushing outside and stuff cuz I'm taking my classes on online. So I have more time in the mornings to do my readings, to do my gratitude journal, to, you know, put time into the podcast because we have some exciting stuff coming up soon. But um, if it wasn't COVID times, you know, maybe I wouldn't have that opportunity. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not grateful for the COVID times, but I'm finding positives through them because that's the only way my, my mind works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you, it's not that we see things by how they are. We see things by who we are. So I think that's why, that's why during the COVID times, we've seen a lot of people excel and, um, COVID COVID didn't change things. It just exposed our weak. It it exposed things, you know? Mm. And for me spending time alone was not something that I I do. I'm, I'm an extrovert. I gain energy off of other people and talking and, um, COVID really exposed that I need to learn how to spend time with myself and spend time (laughs) loving myself. You know, that's something that I never really thought of before COVID times and just loving spending time with myself and realizing that I'm just as good as and if not better than hanging out with a friend because I can spend time alone with myself. You know, there's that quote that says, man can't spend like 20 minutes alone with his own thoughts like he'd rather do something else but really during these times I've learned to sit with my thoughts and I think I've become a better human being because of that.
0: Mm. And that's for everyone listening too. It's like, that's something that Gabe is still working on. Mm. Like he, he realized that that's what COVID is teaching him, but that doesn't mean like, yeah, like once you realize that like, oh, okay, now nah, this is easy. It's it's not like seeing Gabe on a weekly basis. Like there've been days where he's like, dude, he's like, I'm struggling. Now I'm like, it's okay. So it's not like, you, you discover what the problem is and then it's over. It's you mm-hmm. discover what it is. You discover what the universe is trying to teach you. And then you, you start the journey of, you know, really realizing how to, how to make that weakness a strength that the universe is exposed to you and discovered mm-hmm. to you. So,
1: and I think another lesson is it's okay to to say you're struggling. You know, mm-hmm. I think everybody looks at maybe even both of us as these positive people all the time, but it's, you know, we struggle too. And it's okay to let people know that you're struggling and reach out for help. And that's a, a stigma that a lot of people put on, especially like toxic masculinity. Like, yo, I'm sad sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's, it's normal. And when I'm sad, I reach out to my close friends who I know are gonna be there for me and they help me out. So mm-hmm. just understanding that reaching out for help isn't like doesn't degrade you as a human you know it's it's not that deep and we all i think it's it's so interesting we all have these personal struggles but a lot of people are going through the same thing and when we can communicate with them we can work together on our struggles and come out better than we were before but Mm -hmm. it's because we don't communicate those struggles we just stay away from each other nothing really gets done
0: yeah you're definitely not the only one going through what you're going through Interrelate that to another philosophical standpoint. Everything that happens, that is happening today to you, to other people, happened last year, happened ten years ago, happened a hundred years ago, and it will happen next year, ten years ago, ten years from now, and another hundred years from now. So the the circumstances might be different, the details might be different, but the essence of whatever you're going through is the same.
1: So you're never alone. And I think that bouncing off that. That brings up another great idea of read books. You know, yeah. people back then uh, went through the same situation that we're going through now, whether we like it or not, with the Spanish flu. But looking at with looking at that with a wider lens, human existence goes through the same things. We have it's the same cycle. feelings, it's like a circle. Yeah, it's broken hearts, this, that, that. But if you can read books and find answers in books, that you can you can answer a question or a struggle in your, or an obstacle in your life by reading a book rather than experiencing that lesson, you know? So like, but you can also learn by experiencing that. lesson. You can also learn by experiencing, but what if you save yourself 15 years because you read a, a 200 page book when you were 18?
0: Mm.
1: Mm. So just a thought to, to meditate on. And like, dude, <laughs> for for our age people reading for pleasure and for your own self gain is looked at looked down upon but you think about like warren buffett that i forget where i saw it that dude spent like 80 percent of his day reading books yeah that's nuts malcolm x went to jail flipped his whole life around Mm. because he went to jail he didn't look at the situation as like a bad situation he could have been all down about himself and stuff but he educated himself and came out this this activist and very knowledgeable about things just because he didn't he like you said he didn't look at a situation as good or bad he just took what he had mm. and so that's just some some fire to me some some encouragement to start reading yeah just like i don't know man i'm just feeling Every time i I wake up and write in my gratitude journal, I write three th- i most of my three things stay the same. I know you're supposed to write some yeah i I ones. kind of
0: fallen into that too,
1: but it's my family's healthy I'm grateful for my that my family's healthy. I have my eyes to see and my legs to walk, and then usually the third one changes a bit but right? mm-hmm. I'm just so grateful, dude, to just be alive yeah, one of my is
0: one of the first ones Is always that that god woke me up that's
1: it's like they're like already winning man like and that we woke up with a roof over our head and food on our plate yeah
0: one yeah. percent i think that something that really tied that message in for me is when i, I when i would see it was uh chadwick Bozeman, his passing i don't know if i pronounced his last name correctly did i think that's how you say it but okay black Black panther yeah the actor that played played black panther was one of his more um popular roles but he also had a lot of other movies too but anyways i remember waking up that morning and, and seeing someone sends it in our group chat and i was like man it's like your date is stamped and that letter has been sent and it's gonna arrive whether you want it to or not it does not care how much money you have it does not care who you are where you come from It doesn't matter. It's like that day is coming, and if you wake up and you're like, okay, like let's get it. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm winning. And that's, I don't know. Starting your day with that gratitude and operating throughout your day with that gratitude is is freeing because it's
1: like nothing else
0: can touch you in a way that can
1: hurt you like that. So. Okay, Sam, I'm gonna ask you a deep question. Okay. Um take a take a, a few beats before you answer it. Um if you could die if you were if your date was stamped tomorrow and you could leave people with three lessons or three big takeaways from your own life, what would you tell them and why
0: hmm. from hmm. So three, three, three lessons that that I know that I could to like, be true.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One is your your current circumstances do not def, are, are not defining you should not define you. It's what you do with those circumstances that do. That's one. Um, Two, I would say is people will always remember you by how you made them feel. How you made them feel. That's what they're going to remember you by. And three, this is tough. Live live your truth. Mm. Don't live anyone else's truth. What I mean by that is live, live by the fire that you have inside of your heart and don't try to pick up someone else's flame or if if someone else's flame is being passed down to you by your parents or anything else, live your truth. Those would be my three.
1: I rock with that.
0: Maybe I can come up with some other ones if I had some more time and maybe typed it out or wrote it out, but
1: yeah i think off that's a the, good off
0: the cuff, um, where i'm at right now yeah
1: i think that's a good uh journal entry start i think i'm gonna have to chap chapter that for my book
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: i think one one for me i jotted down kind of goes off your point of um what's going to be remembered is how you made people feel and mm-hmm. um this idea of love thy neighbor um just really stands with me and to love your enemy it's something that's difficult difficult for me to do but just always approaching just always approaching people with love and that's what I want to be remembered for and also that um I didn't hold back the things that God blessed me with I didn't hold anything back I want to I want to tell God like face to face in heaven i want to be like god i maxed out like i didn't hold anything back i maxed out with my relationships i maxed out with my family i maxed out with my my career like god i maxed out and i did it for your glory and if Mm. if i can if i can you know be able to say that at the end of my life i know that my life is was successful
0: Mm. were you the one that sent the thing about your mission being over when
1: yeah um you die it's, it's the question is if you're wondering whether your mission is still on if you're living it is
0: yeah yeah i like that one a
1: lot hold up let me find what I, it.
0: yeah you sent that in some group in one of the group chats or something
1: here is a test to find whether your mission on earth is finished if you're alive it isn't <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: all right shift gears um since today is the bridge's first birthday sam and i are gonna do some takeaways that we've had um over this year of episodes we've had about eight i think there's the 18th or 19th episode Mm -hmm. and um yeah go ahead sam you go you say a takeaway then i'll say a takeaway
0: say oh my gosh uh you don't know what you don't know (laughs) uh we started the podcast we didn't know shit and we were like hey we don't know shit this is great. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> like like that's how we we when we um when we made the decision to make a podcast, we were like, okay. And we sat there and we like we were like, we don't really know much about podcasts. Yeah. We like, no, we don't. And we're like, okay, let's let's go. <laughs> like, I think the only the only reason I knew kind of where to start was because the gym that I worked at we had a mm-hmm. weekly podcast that I was a part of, but I was just a part of it. Like, that's that's kind of like. I had some sort of direction there but other than that like you know we didn't know what we don't know so i mm-hmm. good
1: um i'd say just to go off that point quick story beforehand but the first podcast that we ever made we we're in our basement at our dad's house <laughs> i think we spent an hour and a half trying to figure out how the computer would get to the microphone would get to what app we were using and stuff and we started the bridge podcast with a rock band microphone. So that's a lesson. Um, just do it. And by any means necessary, but I think, um, the bridge personally was just a great hobby to have conversation. I think Mm -hmm. Sam and I had just a lot of great conversations between the two of us and we really inspired each other, but, um, I think it, it really helped me get through quarantine as well. It was something I looked forward to. It was something that I knew that would put a smile on my face and that we'd laugh about. I remember one of the podcasts we made over quarantine was like 60 minutes long and Sam's shouting in it like, I would break this microphone right now if I had the money. And I'm like throwing my pen in the air. Like I had a great time doing the podcast. So. That's one of my biggest takeaways is just, it's such a fun thing to look forward to for me.
0: It it gives you something to prepare for too. Mm, Yeah. But granted for some of them, for most of them we prepare for, for some of them we don't. It's kind of just like off the cuff, like this one, like Mm -hmm. Gabe was like, usually we plan like a few days before if we're going to have a podcast so we can think about it more. But Gabe texted me or he called me this morning. He's like, hey, it's one year. He's like, let's do one in two hours. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, I agree you have another takeaway or no? Um, I think how much of adaptability that we kind of went through. Kind of how like, okay, this is our situation. How can we adapt and continue to to provide what we set out to provide, which was like uplifting content, even though like we had equipment malfunction or, we couldn't necessarily be in the same room or you know stuff like that so i think all right we it showed that you can still accomplish your mission it might not be exactly how you like want it to be but like adapt to it and keep rolling with it and that's Mm -hmm. that's how you learn like it doesn't have to be perfect just good enough
1: yeah another one of my takeaways was um people care and although i'm not attached to people caring it really means a lot when um Someone reaches out and says, "Like, hey, this was meaningful. Hey, this inspired me." But just the amount of su- support mm. is pretty cool. And um, although there there's always going to be negative negative comments and things like that, but just um, meditating on the the positive side and just all the people that supported us, I'm just really grateful for all of our listeners and just the people out there. If you've ever supported the bridge and just know like we're going to have some big stuff coming soon. So get excited for that. Mm. And it also, it also created connections and bonds that um, just like real conversations. Like I remember we made the podcast with Grant. Mm. It was just a real genuine conversation. Um, the podcast with Pablo was awesome. He, Sam didn't even know Pablo and I met him one time and I reached out to him and now we have this great connection with him and he's, he's one of my mentors that I, I look up to. And so mm-hmm. I think that's awesome as well. Definitely. Another takeaway I'm staring at my whiteboard. Um, They can't say yes. If you don't ask is written big on my whiteboard. Oh. And I think that that goes with life too. You can't get something or any, anywhere if you don't ask um i've had plenty of people ghost me on on the podcast when i reach out to them or say that they will and then something comes up and we haven't like reconnected or um yeah most of the time people just don't reply to me but the people that you know when i get that one I'm i'm juiced Mm -hmm. but i'm not i'm not attached to to someone who hasn't responded to my to my dm on instagram
0: I like that one a lot, That they can't say yes if you don't ask. Because I feel like a lot of in- the inhibiting kind of message that people tell themselves is like, oh, what if they say no? I'm Like, but they-, they can't say yes if you don't ask. Like, I like that. I haven't heard that one before. I wrote it down.
1: Maybe I can quote that myself. I don't know if anybody said that before.
0: Oh, really? You didn't get that from anywhere?
1: I don't think so. It could have been a Gary Vee thing, though, now that I think just, about like, it. like
0: subconsciously, like.
1: Interesting, but that's, that's the attitude. Like if I reach out to 800 people, I'm not looking at the 793 that said, no, it's like, Oh, seven people said yes. Five people said, maybe like, let's go. Like Lewis house says when he interviewed Kobe Bryant, he had like 20 minutes to interview him and he had a really genuine conversation with him before. And, uh, Lewis was like, all right, like before we start, your team told me not to talk about these things. And Kobe just goes, no, ask me anything. (laughs) <laughs> and Lewis is just like, "Let's go." And then they go over 20 minutes and Kobe's team is like, "Yo, we got to cut it," like giving them the signs, and Kobe nods his head, he's like, "No, like 20 more minutes." And Lewis is like, "Let's go," you know? Mm-hmm. So, let's just go, man. I'm super hyped and like I know uh 2021's coming up, another message. Don't wait to start your goals in 2021. Oh my gosh, yeah. Start today, start tonight, start vibing out cuz just like with the podcast Sam and I have some things that we're working through that this next month or whatever weeks or so um it's going to become much bigger and it's like our baby our baby projects growing up so mm-hmm. don't wait to start your baby projects cuz you you never know what they're going to turn into
0: yeah yeah i don't even i never looked i don't know this is just me but i've never looked at like the whole new year's resolution thing i never took that like super seriously I feel like when I was ready to set myself on a, on a path to accomplish a goal, I started with one simple action to get me closer to that goal. And I think that's what it is. It's like, when you have a goal of like, let's just use reading a book. It's like, I want to read one book a month. And you tell that to yourself on that day. And then you're like, okay, I'll start tomorrow on this date. It is a common thing. No, start now, read one page, pick the book that you're going to do, read the, whatever the inside cover. I always read like everything around like, I read the cover of the book, the back of the book, like what people have to say about it. And then I read the inside flaps. That's like what I do before I read, like dive into a book. Start with that. Just just start. Take one thing that's going to take you a, a millimeter closer to that goal right when you say it. Whether that's like reading one one page, whether that's taking one step, making one phone call, sending one text. I don't know. I feel like that's helped out a lot.
1: Yeah. Like, Recently, I I set the goal out that I'm gonna write a book, and um it's a very daunting and big project. But um when I talked when I talked it over with some people, it's like, okay, a book is about sixty thousand words. You're gonna split it up into sixty days and write a thousand words a day. And I was like,
0: oh, oh two months.
1: <laughs> yeah, like two months to write my book. <laughs> yes, and so- oh. So I'm also staring at my thing. I have uh check marks by each a thousand. So I, I, every time I complete it, I'll go to my board and give it a check mark. And um, how many words do you have? So far? I'm at, I'm at 20,000. Nice. But um, yeah, but the thing is even like you said earlier, there, there is no losing. If my book doesn't turn out, do you know how much content I have for my Instagram, my Twitter, my my tiktok that i'm about to make like i don't (laughs) there's no losing Mm -hmm. and what what is someone gonna say like if i send this to a publisher like oh this isn't good cool i'll self-publish myself yeah big deal so actually and um maybe i'll post a snippet of this on my instagram to keep me accountable since i'm writing a book i need to keep myself more accountable um so for my 1,000 pages a day, every single day, I'm going to start posting on my Instagram the 1,000 p- pages that I, or not 1,000 pages, a 1,000 words. And um, if you don't want to see those, those stories, the blue button that says follow, click it, it'll go to unfollow. But if something I've learned from the two calendar clubs that I've done with pushups and the miles is that we we were the creators of that and so i had this pressure on me that yo i have to do this because if i don't do it someone else isn't gonna do it in that ripple effect so now i'm putting it out there that if i don't post my a thousand words someone better hit me up and be like yo like what the hell like you you said you were gonna post your thousand words so that's how i'm gonna get my book done so if you I don't like it. if you don't want to see that please don't follow i still I like love it. you though <laughs>
0: that remind me um Gabe recently did the, the Chad workout, which was, um, a thousand box step-ups with a, this was with a 20 pound vest originally, but you did it with 45, 45, I
1: think it was with 45. I'm not sure though,
0: but you used the rucksack. That was what? 40,
1: five,
0: 45.
1: Yeah. Cause I just used the, the sandbag that was 20 and then I put, um, I know the sandbag was 25. 30. Yeah. It was a little heavier. I think. And then I put a 10 pound plate in and then two fives. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, so Gabe did that. He put the, he had that rucksack on his back and then did a thousand box step ups. What was that yesterday? Yeah. How long did it take you?
1: An hour and a half. An hour <sighs> and 34 minutes. Ooh. It sucked. That's, dude, that's crazy. How do your legs feel? Not as bad as I thought. Um, my calves are sore, mm. but just the my biggest takeaway from it was that my mental game was so, so, so negative throughout it. Like I did 100 and my mind was like, I'm not going to there's no way I'm getting through this. Mm. I got to like 200 and I literally laid on the floor and with the rucksack on just like laying there. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like if I quit this, nobody's going to know that I quit. And so then I, that started getting into my head and I was like, you know what? I can't think like that. So I got back up and I just, it's funny meditation, but on my step up, I would take a deep exhale. And so I just kept on doing that. And then I would do 25, take a few breaths, 25, and then I'd sit down and take like 10 breaths and then get back up there and do just the, the mental suck was there. And I I don't know, just the idea of doing hard things to cookie jar them for later. It really meant a lot to me because lately I've been in a little slum. If you want to say it's been hard to get schoolwork done. I've had time on my hands where I'm just like laying down on my couch and not doing shit but I, I knew yesterday I came in and I told Alex I'm doing that workout so he could keep me accountable. And um, I just got through it and I just hmm. did it. And that's something that I'm definitely going to pull out when another hard obstacle comes up in front of my life.
0: I like it. I love it. Yeah. Do that hour and a half of just pain is <sighs> that's, I feel like that just,
1: your mind is like your mind is like this sucks so much uh-huh. but your body's just like yo i just stepped up 876 times another 125 isn't gonna hurt me
0: yeah man up and down up and the down mind. like
1: chop chop wood carry water <laughs> chop wood carry water it's simple yeah this podcast has a lot of heat in it
0: that is this was like we didn't really even have a theme going into it's just like let's just go
1: so since it's our one year as well um i just want to say sam and i never really looked at the stats um oh (laughs) i still haven't looked at this yeah i (laughs) I think you look at them a a couple times yeah Yeah. and i was like holy shit we've had a thousand listens on this one (laughs) yeah yeah. i remember he, he texted me he's like he's like
0: did you know we have 30 reviews i was like or 30 star? What what was
1: it? We have, like, 36 five-star reviews.
0: Oh, yeah. And I was like, what? People actually, like, star it? Like, I know and at the, the end thing
1: of is, that... we don't even, we don't even, like... I, I've never, like, been, like, AO, like, you got a five-star review my <laughs> my podcast.
0: Like, at the end of the episodes, we say, like, leave a review or, like, a like or whatever, but, like,
1: I, I've never, like, looked to see if anyone yeah. actually did. So, that was,
0: that was a cool thing. I was like, oh, sweet. People actually listen. Yeah.
1: But, yeah just a takeaway to what you're doing like forget the likes the listens if if you enjoy it do it for you
0: yeah oh yeah i think that'd be a a good way to kind of wrap it up if you enjoy it do it for you
1: yeah i don't even know how long you've been talking for me either i but i just want to say like really appreciate to all you guys who listen and support us um it's definitely been a journey of a year and just the lessons it's it's different when you can listen to a podcast about yourself and your old self is telling you lessons that you need right now you know oh what I mean? yeah, yeah so when i pop in my airpods when i'm walking to class sometimes i'm listening to me and sam preaching in a podcast i'm like oh shit like i actually need to hear that lesson repeated so just appreciate you guys for listening and then i'm just super grateful to to have this opportunity to do this
0: definitely yeah i'm grateful also to to be able to have some sort of audience to kind of kind of speak to things that that i know i needed to hear at some point and that i still need to hear too so that's that's really it's nice to have and it's reassuring to have so Mm -hmm. um yeah if you enjoy the podcast give it a like give us a review Um, let us know if you want us to talk about anything in particular or if Um, you want to or if you want to be on the podcast yeah if you want to be on the podcast you know someone um that wants to be on the podcast um hit us up let us know we'll make it happen and uh like we said big things coming up in the next month and yeah thanks for listening gabe any last words
1: it's not that deep love you guys (laughs) all right
0: see you guys on the next
1: one